Hello, and welcome to Coffee with Jesus. I am your host, Todd Yuppley. In this episode, we are very blessed to have a very special guest with us. He is He has been a pastor for over 20 years. He is an author, and he is also the host of the Morning Mindset podcast, which is a daily devotional. He and his wife also host um, a parenting podcast called God-Fearing Kids and the Parents Who Raise Them. So, ladies and gentlemen, would you please join me in welcoming Carrie Green. Carrie, thank you very much for coming on the show. Yeah. Hey, Todd, thanks so much for inviting me. It's a blessing to be here. Well, it's certainly a blessing to have you on. Would you please start by just telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, well, I'm a pretty normal guy, I think. You'd have to ask my wife about that probably <laughs> to see if that's true. But I have five kids, five grandkids, have lived a pretty pretty standard American life in the sense of growing up in a middle-class home, uh, having the opportunity to hear about Christ at a young age, as many people in the Bible Belt do. That's where I grew up, was in Texas. And so I received Christ at the age of five and had my ups and downs in my high school years. Uh, it was really in college that I became more committed to Christ and became a, a true disciple, I would say. And uh, shortly after that, met my wife and we together have served in ministry in various churches around the United States for about 20 years. And then most recently for about the last seven have been leading an online ministry, as you referred to, through the Morning Mindset podcast and running a podcast production company as well. It's been just a great blessing. The Lord's brought us into a new season of life that we're really enjoying. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, again, thank you for, for coming on the show. And for those of you who are listening or, or watching, I will post links to his website and his podcast uh, in the show notes. Or if you're watching on YouTube or Rumble, then I'll post them in the descriptions for the videos. And um, if you're watching on Roku, then please visit our website, www.coffeewithjesus.info, and all of the relevant links will be posted on there. So in this episode, we're going to talk about, about grief and how, how God can help us through our own grief. And not just the grief after, but also kind of leading up um, in my own personal life. I'll share a little bit that my own, my own father is, is very, very ill diagnosed with prostate cancer a few months ago and that cancer has now spread to his lymph nodes to his pancreas to his some of his bones to his spine so it is metastasized all all over his body and uh it's it's been a rough couple of weeks um some of you who have been listening for a while noticed that well remember i had covid a few weeks ago as well so i had covid and then as soon as i got over that i heard about my father going to the hospital with congestive heart failure, um, flew it on his lungs. So he's, he's really not, not doing very well. Um, and it's, it's been, it's been rough. I'm going to be honest. It's, it's been very, very rough. And, uh, I've, I've spent a lot of time just crying out to God, you know, trying to, trying to get his help and trying to get his comfort. So, um, I thought in this episode, we could maybe talk about that a little bit, because I know, it just seems there's a, there's a lot of people who are, who are dealing with, they, either they've recently lost a loved one or um, there's one of my coworkers, his mother's, you know, much worse off than even my father is. She doesn't have a whole lot of time left. And he's, I know he's really upset about that too. So I thought maybe we could just kind of share some of that a little bit and um, just try to let people know that nothing is permanent. Um, even grieving those who are closest to you, there is healing for that. 
Very good thoughts, Chad. Well, I can relate very much with the circumstance that you're in. My father passed away about a year and a half ago in did so after a, a 10 year or so battle with dementia. And uh, shortly after he uh, started going downhill, he contracted COVID. And it was that that immediately led to his, his down, downturn in his health. And he passed away probably a few weeks after uh, recovering from COVID. Um, he was 96 years old, 90, 95, 96, uh, was very much expected to be passing on soon just because of his age. But at the same time, you're never really ready for something like that. And so we watched the sad process of his health uh, diminishing over the, the 10 years that he was ill. And so, as you said, it's not permanent. Uh, we are, you know, a year and a half or so past losing my father and uh, feeling stronger, feeling different uh, than we were at the moment. And uh, I have to just say it's because of the presence of the Lord. It's because of his faithfulness to those who call upon him in truth and those who call upon him in faith. And uh, I'm reminded often of the story of Job and how he lost his entire family, how he lost everything he owned. And when his wife talked to him about it and encouraged him to, you know, in her words, curse God and die, he said, how can I accept good from the hand of the Lord and not evil? Uh, blessed be the name of the Lord. You know, uh, right. God is God is faithful and he's sovereign. And, and our role as his creatures is to trust him. And I think in these hard times, it's the hardest to trust him. But that's also when it's the most important. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's a little um, fortuitous that you mentioned Job, I think. Um, I had mentioned, I think, again, recently that I do my own kind of Bible reading program. You know, you've heard of Bible in a year. Yeah. Um, for me, it's kind of like the Bible in three years. Yeah. Basically what I do is yeah. I take, take two chapters and I read them, you know, every day. And um, I, I literally just finished Job a few days ago mm -hmm. and going through that book, you realize a, a, a couple of things. One, God is God through the good times and the bad times, mm -hmm. but two, no matter what we're experiencing, God is in control. Yeah. God is in charge. And even when we can't tell, even when it doesn't feel like it to us, God is still there with us and he's still taking care of us. Um, you know, and I, and that's one of the things I've, I've had to remind myself a lot lately. Um, you know, you're, you're on the, on the back end of course, and I'm, I'm on the front end. So I'm just starting to experience what, what you've gone through. Um, and first, let me say, I, I am, I am very sorry for your own loss. Um, and I, I, I appreciate that you're willing to share that here. Um, yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Part of uh, what compounded the issue for us was uh, to this day, we don't know if my father was a believer. Uh, he had heard the gospel many times. He had uh, had opportunity to, to respond. And as far as we know, never did. And so there's, also a comfort that I receive when I read through the story of Abraham talking with God about the fate of Sodom and Gomorrah, where his nephew Lot was living. And as we read it and with modern ears, it sounds like Abraham's kind of bargaining with God and he's saying, will you, will you destroy the city if there's 30 righteous? Will you destroy it if there's 20? Will you destroy it if there's 10? And, and toward the end of that interaction, Abraham says a phrase that's not meant necessarily to be a comforting phrase, but it gives great comfort to me when he says, 
will not the God of all do what is right? And, and I just know that in my dad's case, whatever God deems to be right, that is right. And I won't stand in heaven one day and question God about what he did in my father's case, right. or, or for that matter, anything he did in my life. I will look back and I'll agree with him. It all was good. And so that gives me comfort now to know that God in the long view is, is going to be proved just in everything that he has done. Yeah, that's, that's good. And that is, that is very, very comforting. Um, would you mind if, if it's okay, just sharing a little bit of some of what you experienced, you know, soon after the passing of your father and, and what the process and journey was for you um, after that? Yeah, well, my wife and I were traveling at the time and my brother had contacted me and said that my dad's health was declining. We all knew he had had COVID. We all knew he had been sick and he was in a veterans care facility at the time along with my mother. And uh, they contacted me and said, you know, dad's declining. You probably should get here as soon as you can. And so we, we made the trip. We were in Florida at the time and drove all the way to Texas where they were. And I got there uh, one evening and was able to see my dad. He wasn't conscious. He was lying in the bed, but I was able to see him and able to pray for him and, and over him with my mom there in the room. And then next morning, I got up early and came to their facility again to see them. Uh, and I believe it was as I was getting ready, uh, I received a message from my brother who had received a message from the veterans home that my dad had passed away in the night. And so... I was thankful first off that I was able to get there in time to see him before he passed. But I also knew that there was a lot more ahead that we all would have to deal with. And so I, I was the first of the siblings to get to the, the nursing facility and be there with my mom. And my mom is a unique woman. She's, uh, she's 94 years old today and still living and uh, was a child during the last part of the Great Depression. And so she has this outlook on life. That's a lot more, I would say, hardy than many of our outlooks are as human beings. Uh, our modern age, we can tend to be a little soft and a little, uh, I don't know, uh, doting on our own emotion rather than just accepting life the way it is. And my mom's response uh, when my dad passed away was just very matter of fact and very, uh, I don't, I don't want to say cold, but just very, very stoic. And she said, and my mom, by the way, is a believer. And she said, well, uh, it's much better this way. It's good that he passed on in his sleep. It's good that, you know, all, she saw the good in the circumstance. And that was a lesson for me. And uh, in the hours that followed, my brothers came and my sister came and uh, they had a, a memorial service, so to speak, there at the veterans home. Uh, every time someone who had served in the, in the military passed away at the, at the home, uh, they would uh, put them on a gurney, put a flag over them and take them out of the home. And all of the staff and all of the residents would line up in the hallways at attention, uh, watching as the person's body was taken out. And uh, it was a very moving thing. But when it was all over, my mother said, well, I, I guess now that that's over with, we should just get on with life. <laughs> and I thought for a moment, you know, how can you say that when your, your husband of, of 72 years has just passed away? But then I realized her faith was somewhere else. Her, her faith wasn't in the circumstance. Her faith was in her God who had sustained her all along and would continue to sustain her. And so that, that helped me in the weeks following. 
just to remember my mother's attitude and remember that, you know, God is in the heavens still, and he is, he's not the one who's died. He's, he's still ruling. He's still good. He's still caring for those who are, are still here on the earth and, and now potentially caring for my father there in heaven. And so we, we were comforted greatly by that in the, in the weeks and months to come. That that's a very healthy attitude. I have to say, um, I, I wish that I could have that same kind of healthy attitude. Um, but I'm, I'm going to be honest um, with you and, you know, with our listeners, I've been having, I've been having a hard time lately, yeah. you know, um, you know, you, you, you reflect and you look back and um, my father and I had a very long phone call, you know, about a week or so ago. And hmm. um, just looking back and it's like, is there, are the things I could have done differently to maybe have a better relationship with my father? You know, hmm. are, are there times where I could have reached out a little bit better? Um, you know, I told you earlier, and I've mentioned this in the show before, I'm a really big introvert and reaching out to friends and family is not something I'm always very good at. And so there's some of that guilt, I think, you know, knowing that, you know, over the course of my lifetime, how many opportunities have I passed up to have mm -hmm. that opportunity with my father to get to know him better, you know? Yeah. And, um, and then of course, there's also the pain, just knowing that there's, there's not much time left. And yeah. Yeah. I think that his, his cancer was actually detected fairly late. Um, it had already spread through most of his body before they even detected it or caught it. So there was actually very little that they can, can do for him. And um, some of the treatment, unfortunately, made him a little worse. Some of the medications that were given him actually caused the congestive heart failure mm -hmm. that sent him to the hospital. And, um, you know, so it's, there's also that, hey, it, is there something more that I can do? You know, it's like you can, you can see this happening. Can I do something to stop it? And I, I know intellectually there's probably not much I can yeah. do now. Um, but emotionally, you know, what, what can I do? Um, and, and so I know one of the things I'm going to try to do, I'm going to strive for that same attitude your mother had. Um, I'm not going to be your mother. I know that. <laughs> um, but I know just watching this all unfold, it's, it's difficult in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, and Todd, I, I know that, um, those issues of, of guilt or regrets about what you could have done or what you should have done. I, I had plenty of those as I was watching my dad age and, and realized there were all these opportunities in the past that I didn't avail myself of. And, you know, I think that the, the reality of the way life on this planet is, is that the past is the past and there's nothing that can change it. Not even our greatest amount of regret or remorse but that we can use those things to to give us a new outlook moving forward and that we can be a blessing to others in ways perhaps we weren't uh, for the ones that we're concerned about right now uh in in the past and so my my desire my prayer for you is that the lord will show himself to be faithful and sufficient and very present during this time of of grief as you're watching uh watching your life's your dad's life potentially end um, I, I pray that he will give you just a, a keen awareness of his presence and just a great comfort from that because uh, in the end, he is our life. He is our, our portion. He is our strength. And though those words could sound trite to someone who, who doesn't know Christ, uh, he really is. He really is our source of strength and our, 
our only life that matters. And so I'm, I'm praying for you and your family that, that he will show himself to be fully sufficient for your every need. Thank you. I, I absolutely appreciate that. And, and you're, you're, you're 100% correct. Um, God is our strength and our comfort. Um, we've been doing this podcast for a little more than two years now. And in a lot of different episodes, I've shared various aspects of, of my life and some of the um, trials and some of the difficulties I've been through. And looking back on those, it's like in hindsight, it's easy to see mm-hmm. how God was with me and how he helped me yeah. through those. And I'm very happy to share those experiences that were in the past, you know, yeah. experiences yeah. where I can see, yeah, God definitely helped me through that. Um, this one is, it's a little different because it's kind of ongoing, mm-hmm. you know, it's something that's happening right now and it's, it's very raw, Yeah, you know, yeah. um, a lot of the stuff I've shared in, um, with people is, is stuff that's I've, I've been through it's happened. I've gotten over it. God's helped me through. And this is something that I'm, I'm still going through and it's still very raw. So it's, mm-hmm. it's not quite as easy. And, um, again, I was, I think I was a little hesitant, um, to, to do this topic. Um, but I, I've mentioned to, to you just before the show, and I've mentioned on the show before how, before this podcast started, God had called me to do something. I just said, no, I'm, I'm not doing it, you know? And so I, I really felt like this was God, something God wanted me to talk about. So I, mm-hmm. I I'm going to be honest. I, I didn't quite jump at the chance, but I reluctantly acknowledged, okay, God, if this is what you want me to talk about, this is, this is what I'll do. Yeah. And, um, and again, that's, that's my overarching goal is that I can, somehow bring comfort to people through my own experience. Yeah, um, and I think I think a big part of what you're doing here, Todd, that, by the way, thank you for your humility and your obedience to follow what the Lord is directing you to do. But I think what what he's doing through this, at least in part, is expressing to people who are going through a similar circumstance, you're not alone. Uh, the, what you're experiencing is not unique to you. It's not, it's not only you. It's not something you deserved. Um, and no one else is experiencing. I mean, what what you're experiencing, Todd, what I experienced, it's common to mankind. It's it's part of the curse of sin that we all experience. And the powerful thing about God is that he is able to conquer even things like this. He's able to bring us through and to provide us a, a stronger faith afterward. And so I just want to encourage you for your willingness to step out there and be vulnerable because you're helping a brother or a sister to know their experience is not uh, isolated to them and they're not alone. Well, well, thank you. Thank you. That, that helps a lot. And again, I, I appreciate you coming on here and sharing your own experience to, to help others. And to, uh, frankly, help me. Um, a lot of times when, when I have someone like you, who's willing to come on and, and share your own experience as well, it helps me as well, you know, and I know it's going to help other people. And that's my overall hope. And then my, my prayer is that, by talk, by talking back and forth and by sharing our own personal experiences then people will will learn okay like you said i'm not alone okay mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. god's god god's got this god's got me um so yeah. i i yeah. really do appreciate you you coming on as well yeah and i appreciate what you just said because you know we there is a a dynamic that god has put in place between believers in christ and each other that is supposed to serve in that same way as we share our burdens with each other, as we teach and admonish one another, as we encourage one another, as we, we come together around the unity that we have in Christ, 
there is a balm there. There is a healing and a, and a sort of unity that God brings strength through. And I think that too often as believers, we'll run to a therapist or run to a psychologist or counselor. When what we need to do is run to our church body. And we need to, to be open with the people who are there gathered in a common faith and receive the encouragement and the support and the, the, the tears even shared that, that others have to offer. And there's something in that interaction, especially with the Holy Spirit, who is our counselor in the midst of it, that brings a healing and brings a strength. So uh, I appreciate this conversation because I know that God will use this, not just for you, but for others as well. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And, and it's funny that because um, the last episode my co-host and I did together, we actually mentioned something very similar at the end of the episode. I know when I'm going through rough times, my first instinct is to kind of retreat into myself. Mm. I kind of build these walls up and I kind of hide and I'm, I'm not ready to, to reach out to anybody. But I think it is very important to do what you have just said, to reach out to our brothers and sisters, to our congregations, to our pastors. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much benefit to be found there, so much strength and healing, and and if nothing else, just loving arms to come around us and, and hold us in the times that we grieve. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is, I, you're right. Um, it's, it's very important that we know we're not alone. Um, God is with us, and sometimes God helps us through our family in Christ. That's right. You know, that's so right. He doesn't, he doesn't call it his body for nothing. Right. You know? they are there to be a representation of him to us in those times. Oh, absolutely. You know, when you get sick, your body marshals its forces to drive out yeah. that sickness and to heal the part that's, that's ill. The body of mm -hmm. Christ is the same way when there's yeah. a part that's ill, that's hurting the rest of the body wants to marshal its forces to help that part that's hurting, to bring that healing. Right. Um, so again, I, I'd like to just encourage anyone who's listening or watching if you're going through a hard time, if it's, it might not even be the loss of a loved one. Maybe your, your job is at stake. Maybe you're about to lose your job, or maybe you're just having a hard time, you know, keeping food in your pantry. Please reach out to your brothers and sisters, reach out to the body of Christ, because we are here to bring healing to each other. That's right. That's right. So Carrie, thank you very much for, for coming on the show um, for, for me personally. And again, for, for all our listeners. Um, and again, it's my hope that anyone who's listening or watching that you will experience that, that healing and that hope. And again, please reach out to your, your brothers and sisters. And, and when you're hurting and when you need help, reach out and they, they will provide that, that healing and help you that you need. Right. That's right. Well, Todd, thank you for inviting me to be on the show. As always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and God bless.